0: Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Grim Grinning Social Hour, a Walt Disney World podcast. Now sit back, relax, and I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Up, swinging, Happy and to Grim, ghosts, to hey everybody, welcome to the Grim Grinning Social Hour. I hope that everyone had a magical week. I got a Disney tattoo finally. So that was my little magical bit of news this week in my personal life at least. I'm head over heels in love with it. It is my first Disney tattoo, which is pretty shocking. It is my 10th tattoo altogether, but I'm completely in love with it. I kind of... It was one of the first ones that I designed all of these pieces to, like, go together, and I incorporated three of my favorite Disney movies, which was Mulan, The Little Mermaid, and Mary Poppins, and of course, I... Integrated some Disney World magic into it as well. Uh, hopefully I'll post a picture when it's all healed and looking like it's part of my skin finally. But yes, yeah, so that was some exciting news from over in my corner. But I thought we would just hop into some news this week. A lot of news having to do with food this week. And just like new stuff that's available in the parks. Or at least that's just what I find <laughs> interesting but first things first a few days before May the 4th we lost Peter Mayhew who of course played our favorite Wookiee in the Star Wars films Peter played Chewbacca obviously and passed away at the age of 74 on April 30th I actually had the pleasure of getting to meet Peter Mayhew at Dragon Con a couple of years ago I was dressed as Ray. He was such a cool guy. He um, had a, his cane was a lightsaber. Like how amazing. It was so awesome. But he was just like such a sweetheart. So it was great that I got to meet him and I got to get his autograph before he passed away. So that was sad. Um, but there was a lot of lovely things that Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and George Lucas had to say about him. And of course, a couple days later, it was May the 4th. So I hope everyone had a great May the 4th and celebrated. I had a gig that night, but I was rocking some Star Wars gear. And, uh, of course, I have a lovely Princess Leia charm bracelet, and I have a Carrie Fisher tattoo. Speaking of tattoos, so I was all decked out for the day. So anyway, on to the actual Walt Disney World Park news. There's a new dinner show type experience thing coming to Jiko, the cooking place. Jiko? Jico, I call it Jico. I hope that's right. Jico, the Cooking Place at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, It's no doubt to promote the new live-action film, it will be a pre-fixed menu celebrating... That's my drumroll. The Lion King. The menu is going to be inspired by the music and story of the film, with each course being carefully crafted to match the progression of Simba's journey. There will also be musicians who are playing, um, I feel like it was African inspired music. I don't think it was just Lion King music um, present during your meal. And it's a four course meal with two options for your main course one's a meat dish, and one is a fish dish. This fish dish, they released pictures, it looks amazing. To me personally, if you like fish, there was there was lobster tail on there, there was shrimp, there was squid, there was mussels, there was rice. It looked amazing. But if you're not a fish person, much like my father, uh, the meat option is bone-in ribeye. So you're getting good food. It will be $65 per person with the option to add two different levels of wine pairings at an additional cost. I don't think that's horrible, $65 per person, if you're getting a four-course meal. The appetizer looked pretty big. It had some clams in it. I don't really remember what exactly was in the appetizer. But then you either get a ribeye or, like, all of this seafood and dessert and then tea and coffee, and I don't think that's bad. For Disney prices, that's not horrible. Plus, you're getting a show. Plus, you're eating at Jico, which is a signature restaurant in the first place. If I was... This end, oh, by the way, blah,-, blah, blah, blah. This starts June thirtieth, I believe I didn't write it down, but yes, I believe it was June thirtieth. If I was going to be down there, I totally do this. I hope it's still down there when I go wet down with my sister, maybe we would make a reservation for this. I should text her that hold on, I just text my sister. We'll see what she says. I remember I wanted to eat at Chico last time we went down, but it was just anything that's a signature we we don't actually sit down and have dinner at. We went to California Grill, and we ordered, like, one sushi roll, and it was like, oh, my God. Anyway, but, yeah, that sounds really awesome, and I don't know how much the additional cost is for the um, wine pairings, but mm, that's not bad. Also, this weekend was Minnie's garden party at the Odyssey Center in Epcot. Minnie was available for a meet and greet for a limited time in this adorable gardening outfit. And it's like in the Odyssey and they have this cute little like white picket fence set up with like this florally background and they have these little props that you can use that says like Flower and Garden Festival and la da Also, people who were invited to the press event got to make these adorable flower crowns. Oh, yo, Disney, hit me up. Invite me to press events. I will make a flower crown. I will, you know... I'll, I'll vlog. Anyway, she also brought a little treat along with her, which was, which looked amazing. Anything with a carrot cake, I lose my mind. It was a carrot cake topped with cheesecake and covered in white chocolate. And it was kind of like this like minty green color. And it had a a white chocolate shaped Minnie Mouse piece on top of it. And it was filled with whipped cream. The Mickey Mouse uh, piece on top of it looks to be like the same thing that you can get on top of those, like, fancy drinks in Disney Springs at uh, the the Patisserie. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, when they had, like, the millennial pink drink, they had that little Minnie Mouse piece on top. It seemed to be the same exact thing. Now, Minnie is no longer available for meet and greets come May 7th. It was very short-lived, so that's kind of upsetting. However, you can still take pictures in the garden area where she was and the props We'll still be there till the end of the festival. Apparently, this is what I've heard. I don't know if that's the truth. I hope so because I really want to take pictures there. I have a cute little outfit that's going to blend in well with it. I've made ears that goes with everything. I put my patches that I won from the Spikes Pollination Exploration on a cute little mini skirt, and it's just all going to go together. It's going to make magic, hopefully. Anyway, along with this addition to the Odyssey, Minnie also gave us a sneak peek at some food and wine festival merchandise. Yo, I'm so pumped for food and wine festival. I can't even can't even express. Now, food and wine opens the same day that Galaxy's Edge opens. Drama. Oh, my goodness. Like, what are people going to do? And I personally, I don't like Crowds. Now, I know that sounds weird because I love going to Disney World, but I kind of remove myself from like the crowded areas and I'd rather just kind of be calm and enjoying life than, than be like in the middle of things, even if they're exciting things. I don't want to stand on an insane line. Like one day it'll happen. I'll get to do it. So personally, I'd go to Food and Wine Festival over opening weekend of Galaxy's Edge That just seems like a whole lot of anxiety that I don't want to have to deal with. It'll happen one day. I'm sure it will, but it's just not going to happen early on in the opening of that part of the land. I will be over at Food and Wine, sipping a nice little cocktail and eating some nice little food and just enjoying my time. And probably what will be an empty park because everyone's going to be over at Galaxy's Edge. So good riddance. Good riddance. Anyway, Minnie gave a sneak peek of some stuff. Uh, the color theming of the merchandise for food and wine this year is beautiful. It seems to be all rose gold and and this beautiful mauve color and some like light pink. And it features Chef Minnie Mouse, which I don't know if you've ever seen Chef Minnie Mouse before. And she's on a dish towel. She's on an oven mitt. And they have some monks and some other baking equipment. They seem to have some uh, rolling pins and stuff. I don't know if that was for sale or that was just some decor. Guess we'll see. Uh, they also had some other stuff with Chef Minnie and Mickey on it that had, like, uh, these little figurines. I don't know if they were salt and pepper shakers or they were just, like, little cute figurines. Ornaments? I don't know. It would make more sense if they were salt and pepper shakers, but... They did not give me a breakdown of what the items were. So I was just going by sight. And of course, it wouldn't be a festival without some new Minnie Mouse ears. Now, I know my hot take on the flower and garden ears were not good because they were horrible. But these ears seem to be 10 times better than the flower and garden ears. These seem to be the basic rose gold Minnie Mouse ears with the sequins However, I don't find those comfortable, but I digress. Instead of a bow, they have a plush cupcake on it. And it has uh, the festival name and 2019 written on it. And of course, all of this merch and more will be available come August 29th when the festival opens. Speaking of Minnie Mouse ears, I was talking about how I can't wear Disney World Minnie Mouse ears because they hurt my head. However... I needed to have, they were on sale on the Disney website, and I've been looking at these one specific pair of ears for a really long time. And finally, they were like $15. And I think with like the the Disney Visa, I got them for 12 which is a steal. And they're the all-American girl ears, I think they're called, or just American girl ears. And it's a navy blue satin ear with I just had to look at them with the sequined stars on each one with this cute little like bandana tie instead of like a proper Minnie Mouse bow. It's kind of like a bandana tied. <coughs> Whoa. Cough attack. Just swallowed air. Uh uh-uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Instead of a Minnie Mouse bow. I'm crying now. My eyes are tearing. I'm just glad that you all could share in my choking with me thank you so much oh god anyway i'm back so instead of a mini mouse bow they have this little almost like a rosie the riveter type situation it's like a tied little bandana which is like red plaid almost and it has little mickey heads in the design super cute And I got them, and I'm like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stretch these ears out before the vacation so I can wear them. I'm only going to wear them for like one night. I'm not going to like sit through the entire day with it. I'm just going to put it with like a nice cute night outfit. And I got them, and they were so comfortable, like the stretchiest band I've ever seen. And then I was watching a video by Magical Lifestyle, Raven on Magical Lifestyle. Shout out to Raven. I love her. I love – oh, my God. She's so pretty. Anyway, And she had a pair of ears, which were kind of like the Minnie Mouse, like old-fashioned hat with the daisy sticking out. They were like a light blue sequin ears. And hers were really stretchy too, and they were like that. And so I think it's like this new line, or at least a cup. Some of the mini ears seem to have this more stretched out approach to being made. I guess enough people complained. But not all the ears are like that. These happen to be super comfy, so I didn't have to do anything with them because they're almost loose, if anything. Not that they're going to like fall off, but I could wear those all day. They were so comfy. I was shocked. So I might have to rethink things because now I feel like I want to wear them the whole day. We'll see. In terms of some new merchandise that was released this week, I'm not going to go over all of it. I'm just going to go over the stuff that entertained me or stuff that I kind of want. Of course, there's always a Dooney and Burke bag being released or like a Kate Spade thing being released. But you know, ain't nobody got time for that. If you're paying for a vacation to Disney World, you don't have a lot of money to be spending on a purse. This new phone case, a new iPhone case, and I'm in love with it, even though I just bought an iPhone case on my last trip. And it looks like the Disney World road signs, like the purple with like the red. And it says, where dreams come true straight ahead. And I want it so badly, but I'm not sure if it's available for my iPhone size. I've only seen it on like iPhone X and I don't have that. I have an iPhone 6S, which I mean, I feel like up until an iPhone 9 has the same case because me and my mom's cases are interchangeable. I believe she has a 9, maybe an 8. I'm not sure. But I want to know if that's available for my phone because I would really, 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 really really like that phone case. So if anyone's in the parks and they see this phone case and they're like, oh, my God, it's available in people who have crappy phones sizes, please let me know because I would really like that. You know, we'll see. Also, there are some new Pandora charms, a cat lady and a dog mom pandora charm and I kind of want the dog mom one the cat lady one has it's a it's one charm well it's one one pandora charm but with two charms hanging from it if that makes any sense like what you slide one piece onto your pandora bracelet but there's two things hanging from it which sounds snazzy and the cat lady one has one charm that says cat lady and the other one has a picture of Marie from the Aristocats and the dog mom one says dog mom on one and it has a picture of a Dalmatian and I want one it looks adorable although I'm scared to wear my Pandora bracelet because it's like the one nice thing I own that I (laughs) would that sounds bad I don't like wearing like expensive jewelry most of the time and that's kind of my one semi-expensive piece. Everything I wear is kind of like, you know, like not not a fancy thing. And so I wear that very, very so often as like if I go out to dinner, I will wear my Pandora bracelet. Moving on, Disney is really enforcing these new stroller requirements. And I for one, am kind of digging it because I think some of the strollers that people bring are a little obnoxious and I think we can all agree except for the people who are bringing the obnoxious strollers but other than that so there are no wagons permitted into the parks anymore which I find weird that parents pull their children around in a wagon to begin with one I always find that the child that's in the wagon is far too old to not be walking on its own, if that makes any sense. Probably why they're not in a stroller. And it just kind of seems like a, a lazy approach to things. Also, when you're pulling a wagon, you're not even looking at your child. Like, what if the child falls out? What if someone takes your child? God forbid. I just feel like the whole wagon thing was kind of weird to begin with. Like, hey, let me just bring my red wagon with me to Disney World. Uh, So there's no more wagons available, thank God. Also, they were huge. And, like, if you're pulling a wagon, you can't really navigate your way through things. Like, when you're pushing a stroller in front of you, you kind of, like, maneuver it through things. If you're, like, pulling a wagon, you're just bumping into a lot of people. You know, it's already crowded in Disney. Let's do our best as a community just to, like, diminish as much crowd or with their space as possible they also have a limit on the size of stroller you can bring into the park and it has to be 31 by 52 inches and they have now like a uh, little thing painted into the floor to push your stroller and almost like when you go to the airport and you have to check if your bag can fit into the overhead compartment that kind of situation but for a stroller yeah, I feel like I don't I don't I want to kind of tiptoe around this subject cuz I don't want to say anything too like offending towards people who like have strollers cuz I mean I'm not a parent so I really don't know all the things you need and the things you don't need. I do think that the wagons are ridiculous though. I remember one time my mother was watching the castle show and she got a really nice seat cuz my mom doesn't like to really ride rides. So she likes to watch the shows. And she got a really nice seat like right in front of the castle and right before it started this woman um stood in front of my mother and put her kid on her shoulders and my mom had been sitting in her se- in on the ground for like 20 minutes before the show and the woman just stood in front of her and my mother was like um excuse me and the woman turns around looks at my mother and was like well I have a child and my mom was like what I feel like sometimes people in Disney World who have children think if you don't have a child you shouldn't be there and I've had a few instances with people who like have said that sort of to me Like, I've been watching a parade, and they kind of were like, excuse me, can I go in front of you? My kid can't see. And you sure, like, your kid can stand in front of me, but, like, you can't stand in front of me. Like, you should have gotten here a little bit earlier if you wanted to watch the parade. Like, I have no problem with a child going in front of me because it's a child. But to think you don't have to do what everyone else has to do, which is, you know, get a spot for the parade early or get a spot for the show early. Just because you have a kid is bothersome to me. Um, You know, Disney is a place for all ages and I paid for my ticket just like you did. So that's just something, It's just another one of my hot takes. I'm just full of hot takes today. For the record, I just want to reiterate I do not mind if a child stands in front of me during a show or a parade. It just bothers me when a parent stands in front of me and, like, puts their kid on their shoulders. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. Such an annoyance. Anyway, on to some food. We got, like, a lot of new food in Magic Kingdom. Like, it was insane this week. They were just like, let's just put out a whole bunch of sugar into the Magic Kingdom First thing, there's a new Aladdin theme treat at Sunshine Tree Terrace, over in Adventureland by the Magic Carpet rides. Of course, this is probably to promote the new Aladdin live action coming out at the end of the month, which I'm, I'm excited about. Um, you know, of course, leery about the whole Will Smith of it all, but I kind of get that little magical twing in me whenever I hear a whole new world being sung. Cause it sounds beautiful. Anyway, this this new treat is a glazed donut. Topped with golden sugar and has blue cotton candy and a chocolate lamp for decoration. Uh, from all accounts, this donut doesn't seem to be have any crazy flavor. It just seems like a glazed donut. I feel like maybe they could have done some like cinnamon with it, make it cooler if you're gonna put that like dusting on top anyway. Make it like a churro donut. You know, just add some like flair to it. But I digress. It's $4.99. At Sunshine Tree Taurus, like I said. Uh, if you hop over to Tomorrowland at anti, anti <laughs> Gravities Galactic Go- Goodies. I can never say. I just call it Galactic Goodies. I can't ever say the real name. anti Gravities Galactic Goodies. Has a new milkshake uh, available through the end of June. And it's a strawberry milkshake topped with yellow cotton candy. And a Mickey shaped marshmallow that seems to be attached to the straw in the milkshake. Disney just loves putting cotton candy on stuff lately. Does cotton candy have flavors? It does, right? I feel I haven't had cotton candy since I was a child, but I remember liking the blue flavor. But I don't know if it actually had a different flavoring. This might be a stupid question. Anyway, that is $7.99. Apparently, it's not really a strawberry forward milkshake it kind of just tastes like more vanilla with a dash of strawberry syrup also down at the lunching pad we have mickey's celebration donut which i think is a returning item and it can be covered in your choice of strawberry vanilla or chocolate frosting and of course sprinkles this thing is massive it's the size of a mickey pretzel but it's a donut i don't know how anyone eats all that I, I feel like if no one stopped me, I would. So maybe I shouldn't say that. But I just saw a picture of a child with it. And I guess because it was a child, it just looked ten times bigger than it would if it wasn't a child. Also at Pinocchio's Village House, there's the Tangled Eclair, uh, which you should really get just for the gram. This thing is beautiful. And it's filled with Dolce de leche and has a white chocolate cream colored like yellow to look like Rapunzel's hair on top, and it has these sugar flowers in it to look like, you know, like her braids, and a, this adorable chocolate frying pan, which is my favorite part of the entire thing, and it's just gorgeous. Also, it's an in, it's in eclair. Like I said, it's an eclair stuffed with Dolce de leche. At Storybook Treats, you can get the mini cookie dough sundae which I believe is similar to what you can get at the plaza right now, if you could still get it with the, with the Oreo ears. But it is a vanilla soft serve with whipped cream and a hot fudge drizzle with a chocolate Minnie Mouse bow and two chunks of edible cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough, as her ears. That sounds delicious. And we have a Casey's Corner has the Celebration Brownie, which is also a returning item, I believe. And it's top of vanilla buttercream and this chocolate disc featuring Mickey in his birthday gear. There's also this cake pop situation available at multiple quick service locations in Magic Kingdom. And it's uh, like a Funfetti cake with buttercream. And it's in a uh, push pop. Like those Ices you used to get. Like those Scooby-Doo Ices. Did anyone else remember what I'm talking about? Like that. It's kind of a base of this crumbled up funfetti cake with a bunch of buttercream on top. I personally would have just kind of made it a cake pop situation and kind of just mixed the cake in with the buttercream. Because then if you're just like pushing up the pop, aren't you just getting a whole bunch of buttercream? Like it's not something that you can eat like both in one bite. I don't know, I seem like there's a flaw in the planning of this push-pop. But, I mean, it looks good, nonetheless. Uh, and that's, like I said, available at multiple locations. I believe it was at Cosmic Rays and Liberty Tree Tavern. I don't know. Other places, too. And last but not least, on some new... Disney World treats, and just news in general. Pizza Rizzo reopened at Hollywood Studios the other day on May the 4th, and uh, they added a new item, which was a peanut butter and jelly verine. and it was $4.99. And it's a layer of jelly on the bottom and the top, and in the middle, it's a crunchy peanut butter. I find it weird that they have this at a pizza place, of all places. There's, of course, also a cannoli on the menu, I feel like that's more normal. But, you know, peanut butter and jelly varine. They've had, um, I don't. I hope I'm saying that right, varine. I don't know how else to say it. They also had a key lime version at Backlot Express at some point, as well as a tre leche version at Fairfax Fair. I feel like you could have done something different if you wanted that kind of dish, if you can call it a dish, at Pizza Rizzo. You could have made something a little bit more italian I don't know what, but I mean, the only like Italian dessert I could think of. Oh, you could have made like uh, like a rainbow cookie type thing. Ooh, look at me creating things. And it still would have had jelly in it. Oh, look, it could have been a... Oh, see, I should be an Imagineer just coming up with tiny dessert options. That's my whole job. I'm still pissed that they replaced Pizza Planet. Not that I ever went to Pizza Planet, but I just liked that it was there. Think Pizza Rizzo, I mean it's closed constantly, and the menu is not anything fantapulous. Anyway, that's I feel like all I talked about today was food in Disney and complained about wagons. That's what I'm gonna call it. I talk about food and complain about wagons. Welcome to the Grim Grinning Social Hour. <laughs> anyway, I hope that you enjoyed tonight's episode, tonight's well I'm recording it at night, so that's why I'm saying it. Or today, or th- this morning whenever you're listening to this I hope you enjoyed it and you check back in next week to see what we have in store we may have another guest joining us next week so yes thank you for coming and until next time guys have a magical day